I mean, I think what's incredible is how every aspect is covered during the time, right? It's researching and understanding the customer or the constituent that you're trying to serve. It is ideating on solutions to address the problem that you've identified. It's thinking through like the feasibility of whatever the solution is, you know, thinking about the cost, thinking about how I'm going to communicate about it. I mean, everything is a part of what happens through the program. And I think that's just really amazing. I know that we've got a gift. We've got some parts we could lift up. This is the start of your bridge. Walk through it all with the cards you would dealt in the heart and your chest and then foster your grit. We started to sift through the pieces of youth. Keep our feet on the ground but still reach through the roof. We're staying steady and keeping our truth. I believe in the dreams that are sweeping the view. I know our roads may take us in a thousand different directions, but don't forget to watch the scenery. Welcome to Project Invent with Dr. B. Welcome back to Project Invent with Dr. B. I'm glad you're all here again. We have a very special guest who happens to be a board member of Project Invent, Albert Lee. How did you, how'd you swing that? You know, uh, I think if you're just lucky enough and you know the right people and you kind of grease the wheels a little bit. No. <laughs> now, seriously. Uh, give us a little bit about your background and how that led to Connie convincing you to be a board member. Sure. Um, well, I've been in the Bay Area a long time. Uh, that's where I reside now. And I've been working in the technology industry for over 20 years. Uh, originally, I kind of started out working in some of the biggest companies that I think are super well known now. They were actually quite small uh, back then. Companies like Yahoo and eBay. Um, and ultimately, I ended up starting my own company. Uh, so my brother and I co-founded a company called My Fitness Pal. Uh, it's actually the world's lar largest health and fitness community. Um, and we have an application that we developed that was focused on making it easy to be healthy. At least that was our, our mission. It sounds to me like you and your brother were early project inventors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think, uh, you know, that's part of what um, got me excited about Project Invent once I was introduced to it. Uh, I actually knew a student who was participating in it. She happens to be the daughter of a very close friend of mine. Um, and she thought that I might be somebody who could potentially um, help the organization by volunteering at a demo day uh, to be a panelist. And so I did that. And the experience was just amazing. I was really blown away. So you were at a demo day and you got to see everyone uh, from these high schools across the country pitch their, pitch their idea to you. Yeah. And, you know, and I was really fortunate to be able, you know, this was a couple of years ago, so I was able to do this live. Um, and so not only did I get to see the pitches, but I got to talk to the teams. I got to see some of the prototypes uh, and products that they had built and, I just couldn't believe a few things. One, really the depth of thinking that the teams had really demonstrated in terms of like how they had thought about the problems that they were trying to solve, um, but also just kind of the passion and excitement and the creativity. Um, and, you know, I think those were all things that I didn't have a chance to be exposed to when I was their age, uh, the age of the students that were, were involved. And so, um, you know, I really recognize like how amazing this organization was to, you know, encourage and allow this uh, 
give yeah. them a chance to do that. Did you see yourself in any of the people that were presenting? Do you remember you and your brother thinking that, you know, ideating and prototyping and pitching? And did you see that yeah. in front of you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I think that the, the thing to me that's so interesting about it is I, I bet as the students are going through the program, they're kind of thinking to themselves like, well, this is like a project. It's part of like a either a program with their school or some extracurricular activity. But everything they're doing, those are the same things that like people like my brother and I are doing. You know, it, there's not a lot different, actually. Um, and so that's the part that I think I hope that uh, if you are a student right now listening to this, this is something that you can really internalize is like, this is this is it. This is what it is. <laughs> well, we were, we've talked to a lot of teachers, too, who say what's so great about this. And thank goodness for the teachers who volunteer their time to run these clubs and organizations uh, for the high schools, the project event teams. Um, but a lot of times what the teachers say is. It's so exciting to see students understand why they're doing something and learning across the board. So it's not just inventing the product, right? For instance, you and your brother had to go out and try to sell my fitness pal, get other people interested in the product, correct? Mm -hmm. which That's is, right. Which is what these teams are doing. Yeah. I mean, I think what's incredible is how every aspect is covered during the time. Right. It's researching and understanding the customer or the constituent that you're trying to serve. It is ideating on solutions to address the problem that you've identified. It's thinking through like the feasibility of whatever the solution is, you know, thinking about the cost, thinking about how I'm going to communicate about it. I mean, everything is a part of what happens through the program. And I think that's just really amazing. They're their own little startup, aren't they? That's absolutely right. <laughs> well, when you went to the first demo day, what struck you the most about their presentations? Not just their products, but their presentations. What do you look for when you're helping judge? Um, I think that they're, the thing that is really important to me when I see a team present is have they spent the requisite amount of time to really understand their customer? Um, whoever that might be. Um, and I think that there's like a cursory way to do that, where you ask a few questions in your interview and you kind of like write the answers down, you think about it. And then there's really an extensive way to do that, which goes beyond even like what that person verbalized, but can you really ask these deep questions about why they, why did they say that? What were they feeling at that time? And getting, uh, you know, really trying to empathize with the challenges that that person is having. Um, and I think a lot of the teams uh, did a fantastic job with that um, because that's really the key. I mean, if you don't understand that stuff, then you can spend a lot of time coming up with solutions that sound great, but absolutely don't solve the real problem that the customer Right. Has. So I think empathy, like you said, is, is the key, being able to put yourself in the person's place that you're trying to help. You know, so it's not just about building the product and they will come. It's about getting into the life of the consumer or the customer. Yeah. And, you know, it's the nice thing is if you do that well, the other benefit that you have is when it comes time to have to talk to that consumer, you really understand where they're at. <laughs> and, yeah. and that makes crafting that message and really trying to figure out how to reach that person a lot easier. 
So did you have access when you were creating my fitness pal? Did you have access to other mentors and advisors and, and did they, were they able to help you? And if so, what would you recommend the students listening to this do to get some, um, you know, outside professional guidance? Um, I had many outside advisors and mentors and, uh, they actually serve different purposes in, in many cases. So some of them uh, were really people who helped me specifically. So this is like helping me understand how to be a better leader, how to be a better communicator, how to be a better planner. And so in some ways, it was almost like having a personal coach. And I think everyone can benefit from that level of coaching. Um, and that might just be someone that you trust. They don't even have to know the problems that you're, you're dealing with that well, um, but somebody who can give you good advice there. And then there's a whole bunch of other people that you can contact who are more about helping you answer specific questions. So for example, if you're starting a company, one of the things that you may have a lot of questions are, and it's like, oh, well, what, how do I, I've got to like form a company and what are all these legal documents that I have to put together? And so finding some people that can help you who have gone through those experiences can really fast forward how you deal with them. You don't need to become a lawyer to form a company, but it's, you know, having one that you can talk to every once in a while is incredibly helpful. So if you're at, if you're a high school student and the whole idea of having to stand up in front of people and do a demo day is pretty intimidating, let alone cold calling somebody to say, we need some help or advice. Um, what's the best way to do that? How, how would you help somebody who's uh, 15 and you get a phone call from them and they're from an obscure small high school in Iowa, but they got your name somehow and they need your help? What, what would you do? Uh, well, I would, I would obviously, I would ask him questions about uh, what are the problems and challenges that they're facing? You know, that would be what I would want to know, you know, because I, whatever advice I think I want to give, it only matters if that's a real issue to what they're, that they're confronting. Right. Um, and I think what's important to recognize as a mentor or advisor is Ultimately, you know, you're not the, the person in the arena. You're not the person who is, has to live with the results uh, of whatever choices are made. And I think you should always be wearing that hat as you provide advice, because sometimes you can come across very heavy handed and say, oh, yeah, this is exactly what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ultimately, the circumstances are what they are. And so there may be very valid reasons why a different decision needs to be made than the one that you think is right. Um, and so to the extent that you can provide perspective and you can really help help. Um, the individual, just from a thinking standpoint, come up with a way to actually examine the problem, I think you're doing a really good job. That's the service. I think that's, that you so, I think that's so important advice for the mentors and advisors. But also, I, I would urge the young people listening to this who are on the teams. I've always said that great people will call you back. It's the people who think they're great that don't have time for you. But great people, one way or another, will always follow up and get back to you. And you just shouldn't be afraid to ask for advice or mentorship or help because most people will be really generous with, with their advice and help when they understand what these uh, Project Invent teams are trying to do.
Yeah, that's 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 absolutely right. I think that's an amazing piece of advice. And I think that's correct, which is the first lesson is don't be afraid to just pick up that phone and try. Yeah. Uh, I have I'll be very honest. I have helped a numerous num uh, amounts of entrepreneurs who have literally called me out of the blue. I do not have any relationship with them. I have never, I do not know anyone that they know. And they called me and they genuinely explained what they were doing and why it mattered. And to the extent that I, you know, could really understand what they were trying to achieve, you know, I was excited to help them. That's because you're a great person, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the lesson that anyone's trying to take away from this podcast um, today. So, okay, so you went to Demo Day and you were really inspired by seeing these young people. And, and you know, Connie started out with three schools. It's now like up to 60 schools and she's not going to stop until every school, you know, every school has a football team and a basketball team. Let's have every school have a project invent team and really start doing some things that matter. And knowing Connie and, and the leadership at Project Invent, it's going to happen. And um, so how did you then make the leap to board member? Because I know they have a very small but very active board. Um, you know, I was very lucky that they approached me with the opportunity you know, after actually the second time, I, I participated in another demo day. And after that second time, it had actually been in the back of my mind that this was the kind of organization that I really wanted to spend more time on. I think as an entrepreneur, as someone who really feels a calling to be out there building and creating products, this is just an organization that speaks to my heart. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think about, in a lot of ways, how the journey that I had to go through to get to this point, you know, I started my first company when I was, gosh, you know, uh, 36 years old, maybe. Um, and I, I think part of why it took so long is because I had no exposure to these things when I was young. And even when I was a working person, it was very hard to sort of learn what it took. Sure. Um, and so I, to the extent that... They have a head start on you. Yeah, a humongous head start. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, to the extent that I can help proliferate what's going on here, help support it, um, and help expose more kids around the globe uh, to the programming, I think I'm really doing a service to the next generation well, of, you know, inventors out there. No question about it. And Project Invent is so lucky to have you on board. Get it? On board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And to put your, you know, you're not just talking about how great the um, teams are. You're demonstrating it by using your time and your talent and helping them. And we sure appreciate it. And I bet you after this interview, you're going to get a lot of teams calling you for some advice <laughs> and some mentorship. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might be opening up the floodgates, but I'm prepared for that. I can't think of a better person to help them. Are you considering homeschooling this year? or concerned about addressing all your child's literacy skills or academic performance? Now more than ever, Linda Moodbell programs for reading, comprehension, and math can help students catch up or get ahead in learning. In a matter of weeks, your child can feel more confident and prepared for school. Our evidence-based intervention is individualized, one-to-one, -one, and proven effective for all types of students with challenges that affect learning, including dyslexia. Spots are filling fast, so enroll now. 
Learn more at lindamoodbell.com slash projectinvent. Thank you for listening. You can find more information about Project Invent on the website at projectinvent.org. Tune in next week for more ideas, inspiration, and information about invention here on Project Invent with Dr. B.